first thing on a Thursday. So, you know, just uh, yeah. <laughs> we want to get these done. So uh, this is the Nexus Nights. This is the Temporal Trek Nexus Nights. It certainly is. There we go. Right. Um, so uh, how are you, Dan? I'm fine, thank you. And how are you, Dan? Yeah, not too bad. I'm uh, I'm one. I had a really good morning this morning with uh, Trekkle. So uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Managed to get it in three. I, I've 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 managed to get fours, but normally I get it on the fifth try. Yeah. And very, very rare that I get uh, anything above that. But I managed to get it in three and then did the wordle the same like day and managed to get that in three as well. So I'm 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 on cloud nine. You're winning at life, aren't you? I know. It's so good. I mean, this this is the level of expectation I've come to now. <laughs> being a stay-at-home dad, you know, just being at home, that's my high now. Um, <laughs> oh, God, what has become of me? Uh, who knows? There we go. <laughs> but, um, but otherwise, you're all good. Yeah, fine. Thank you. Yeah, not too bad. Good, good, good. Well, we um, we had some Trek stuff to, to go through last week. Um, we yes. had the finale of Disco. And yes. we had uh, Picard episode three. Um, normally we'd do chronological, but I feel like we should start with the finale because obviously that is now all of Disco and we can sort of t- talk now yeah. about the whole season. Did it make sense? All that kind of stuff, but also the finale in and of itself. Um, okay. And then, then we'll do Picard. We'll save the, the best for last. I'm not going <laughs> to tip my hand there on what I I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we'll start with Disco uh, season finale. Uh, yes. Thoughts on just the episode for now. I enjoyed it actually. Hmm. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty decent episode, and I think it built quite nicely on the one before. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, overall decent. I mean, hmm. um, yeah, yeah, decent. <laughs> That's yeah. We're, we're we're probably dig into it further, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the same. I I didn't hate it. I am being facetious when I'm talking about saving the best for last with Picard. But of the two. There was one that I enjoyed them all. Uh, yeah. But the finale, I think this might be the best of the four finales, season finales that we've had. It didn't feel as rushed. It felt like yeah. it did build on a few things. Yeah. There are still things that feel like they've just been left in the wind and maybe they'll come back to, you know, the tangents that season four took that didn't quite connect, which is ironic given that it's an entire season about yeah. connect- connectedness. Um but uh, yeah, as a finale, it had, it had the A, B and C. I know I always come back to this point, but it had like something to follow. Um, it didn't feel like it stalled too much. There was one or two scenes where we did that thing where we stop and we talk to each other's characters when there's a bit of a t- ticking clock, which is an aggravating thing, not just for Disco. I've started noticing it in Enterprise now that we're doing it in right. Temple Trek. I know that for a fact there's quite a few times in TNG they do it and it annoys the heck out of me as well. Um, and I'm pretty sure they've done it in every other series as well. But um, yeah, they Disco just seems to do it more. So that's why it, it seems to get on my nerves. But um, uh, this, yeah, seemed to make sense. Yep. I like the idea that they've now brought in Earth and now that yep. is all part of the Federation. And yep. The 10C. Do we want to talk about sort yes. of 10C and, and sort of the the character design, the the idea behind it? Do you feel like enough was done? Did you want more time with the 10C or was it enough? No, I, I did want more time with the 10C. I mean, I think actually the way the 10C are, it would have been maybe quite difficult to do that because mm. of their sort of, you know, they're not singular as such. Mm. You know, so you wouldn't, how would you develop relationships with individuals and stuff like that? So maybe 
actually having seen the the, the resolution, mm. it makes sense that it was a it was a sort of one one episode thing in a way. Um, but it would have been really fascinating to explore a culture which you know doesn't see individuality as a mm. thing really. Mm. But how you how you do that as a as a show is quite difficult, I think, probably. <laughs> which maybe is why they avoided it. But um, mm. yeah, I, I, I liked it. I think um, I, I think I agree with you. I think it's the best finale. Um, I think it is probably the first time in disco that it doesn't feel overly rushed. Mm. It's funny because it felt like it was going to be rushed. You know, when, mm. we, when we come up to it, we, I think we both said the same thing that, you know, where's the space, the time to, to explore these, these creatures and these, these, this, this, this culture and stuff. Mm. But I, I think actually in the end it worked. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, I'm the same. It's, it's, it does enough to answer some of the mo- major questions of the, the series. It sort of brought in, um, you know, uh, elements of some of the characters, uh, interactions you know uh, you have book and michael and they picked up on her sense of loss when she thought she'd lost book and so obviously that you know that showed to them that there were two disparate personalities going on so at least that played into it and that was a that was an example of when the character's emotion led into the action and again i know I, i'm starting to hark on to this point i apologize to all the listeners i'm starting to sound like one of those horrible haters out there but um <laughs> but it, it was one of those scenes where it organically meant that she was feeling something and that led to a resolution to the problem Uh, as opposed to a scene where they just sort of take the characters to one side have a scene and then come back to it which doesn't feel right at all um but yeah it was it was nice uh pickups from certain elements of the show and the season Mm. um yeah um i yeah i don't really have a major problem with it as a finale just wasn't wasn't you know oh man they stuck the landing i just wasn't yeah it wasn't a 10 out of 10. It wasn't like really hail Mary. Oh, yeah. they've, they've answered all my concerns. There's still things that I want to come back to. Mm. Um, like that, that species that they rehomed. I just want to know what was that about? Yeah. What was that about? Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. You know, had they re- referenced it and said, look, we've rehomed species yeah. and you know, uh, they'd done whatever the 10 C version of a mind meld is. And they yep. picked up on it. Or when President Tarina had done her mind meld, it actually went the other way as well. Mm. And they picked up and realised what was going on. And, and yeah. they'd seen that they rehome species and that actually the Federation is a, is a good thing. Mm. Um, you know, and there were talks about there are darker elements, people who don't always agree with us. And that's the resolution of Tarka's story that, you know, he, he kind of broke away and wasn't acting on behalf of the, the whole Um but no, a really interesting concept that, yeah, it's it's a species that have no individuality, but it's not a conquest species. It's not the Borg, like they said, you know, a collective mind, but it's not quite the same. They just yeah. did, they just simply do not understand yeah. separate entities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was really alien. It was a nice. Yeah. The creature design was amazing. I really liked yeah. the creature design. I thought it, it yeah. stood out and it, it's it is something that I think you could only ever have seen previously in the animated series hmm. yeah you know, it's so yeah. unbelievably bonkers you couldn't even imagine them trying to do it on tng and ds9 it was just be too weird um, 
little bit um did you ever see the the war of the worlds the old 50s b movie one yes. kind yeah, of kind of looked like the heads of those yeah. aliens with the, the the three lights and everything like that so i wondered if that was maybe a callback mm. maybe or you know like a little uh, little easter egg that it was a design there but no it was good it was good i good. i enjoy the fact that this finale has uh, aggravated the republicans in america yes. I was, you know, I was going to mention that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. I mean, I don't understand enough about the the nuances of American politics to really, you know, get it. But yeah, it seems to have uh, hit a nerve. <laughs> Doing what Star Trek does best, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I know Stacey Abrams. I know the name, and I know that the. The, the political movements that she was making uh, during uh, BLM and during the COVID and obviously the, the insurrection that came in uh, January 6th. So I'm aware of that personality. I don't think internationally she's as well known and I, no. unless you really switched into yeah. American politics. Um, do, you, do you feel like it should have been a more internationally recognised person? Um, I suppose, who do you pick if that's the case? That's you it, know? yeah. You know, who do you pick? I mean... You know, I suppose the, the only thing they could have done is, is have um, Greta Thunberg or something, you know. Mm. That would have... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that make might have it, been the... Yeah, you know. make make out that she's got like... A, you know, she's an alien, but she's also living on Earth. So that's why yeah. she's shorter than everybody else, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah. I was thinking maybe what, you know, Michelle Obama. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're big Trekkies, so maybe, you know, that would have yeah. been an interesting... And then everybody kind of knows Michelle Obama. Yeah, that's the only problem in a way. Is, is she too famous? That's her? it, I suppose. Yeah, it kind of breaks you out, doesn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. So to us, like, she was just another actress. She was just someone on yeah, set who, who came I in. Re- until, until I read afterwards, I didn't realise there was anything, you know, in that. I thought, mm. you know. mm. But having then gone back and read about everything she's done and, and what was so important to her, and I, I recognised the face from those times and seeing her in news reports and things like that but i didn't really appreciate what it was so yeah i suppose it it, it meant we could just appreciate the moment that earth has yeah. rejoined and yeah. everything's sort of come back um the scene tilly and um uh, the admiral and they're sort of their last stand whilst they're sitting there drinking and swigging away because uh, there's nothing else they can do really liked it i thought yeah yeah again one of those things where they break away for an emotional moment but it makes sense. There's literally nothing else yeah. they can do. They can just sit and wait for oblivion. Um, so Admiral Vance just sort of sitting down and t- talking about wanting to spend time with his family and wanting to know yeah. more about his daughter. The only problem I've got with that, though, is yeah. I would have liked to have seen more scenes with him and his daughter. And she feels distant and she's feeling more disconnected from him yeah. because she doesn't really know him. And I wonder, was that something that was dropped is that something that they may have would have had time for in this season? Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I think that, again, that's, I mean, you know, no, no program is perfect. Let's, no, let's be honest. Exactly. You know. Absolutely. But equally, I think that's, you know, that is the sort of thing that they, they, for whatever reason, they just don't pick up on or they don't, you know, they, they, they did it with, um, was it the third season or second season? I think where the, the, the um, cyborg woman died. Oh, you know, that a uh, example yes. of that where you know just you know she suddenly is this big character in one episode <laughs> and then she dies, you know, <laughs> and, and and so it's a bit like that. They miss those moments that they could, you know, that could have even just been like in two or three episodes. There could have been a little scene between Vance and his daughter, mm-hmm. you know, or, or whatever, you know, it's just something just to to drop it in there, and then it becomes much more powerful. 
mm-hmm. it is powerful in its own way because you know people do feel that you know lots of mm. i think a lots of successful people for one of a better word who are uh, sort of driven by their job or their whatever it is mm. you know do do sort of um ne- neglect their family you know and mm. and i'm sure when it you know when when it, you when you're doing well and it's all going you know that's okay but then a moment like that when you know life is brought into perspective you know, you really would. You'd probably think, actually, do you know what? Actually, what really matters is, you know, the, the little things, of, you know, my family and, you know, those things that you you sort of give up to be where you are. Mm-hmm. So it could have been more powerful. I think, you know, it was good. It was, it, you know, I'm not, don't think it was a bad idea. No. But no. It would have been lovely just to drop in a little few things through the season just to give us that feel, just a feel for her character, even. You know, who is this 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 child that he's missing mm. you now we can all imagine that but it would have been nice to sort of you know have a, a feel for that person yeah and have you know his wife just a few sentences of like you know you're missing out on her life you know there's so yes it's big but if you're not taking care of the small things is it even worth it you know that kind of those kind of conversations yeah um, um or something with its own unique twist as opposed to something sort of basic and, and generic yeah um yeah, uh, it was really nice and it was a beautiful sort of character moment for two of them. And I just wish we'd had more. I'd wish we'd had, again, it, it really comes down to it for, for season four. I, I just feel like we we should have had more so that we could have appreciated the big finale um, uh, that linked in. And not necessarily that everything has to tie in, but no, at least there, no. there is a, you know, a believable character motivation as you go through the season yeah. that this character is here because of these decisions they've made. Um, and yeah, and it, it just would have been nice to have sort of got to know the family, the, the family Vance, you know, mm. what, what was their uh, take on, um, you know, the DMA almost destroying their home and all this kind of thing. There, there's so much more they could do. Mm. Maybe they'll do it season five. And, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I did see, talking of... Um... With nothing to talk about outside of the episodes, mm-hmm. I did see something about that. When I saw it on Twitter, and I can't really remember if it was an official thing or if it was just a. I think it was sort of semi-official that they're talking. They're going back to a more sort of traditional Star Trek feel for the next season. Oh, interesting! Was so go episodic? Yeah, well, I think so. From what I saw, yeah. Ooh. Now I can't remember if that was like a, a Paramount thing or whether it was one of you know one of the sort of Trek news sites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that that would be interesting. I think. I mean, um, I had a thought in mind linking Picard and, and Disco, and it's disappeared now. <laughs> oh, oh. That, uh, well, what's what's you thinking on it? Doing an episodic discovery. I'm not against that. That makes perfect sense. There were elements of that in this season that you had different episodes that could have been with a few tweaks and an isolated episode with nothing air, but they wanted to bring it into like this overarching narrative. They wanted to Mm. sort of take it and make sure that it was connected, even though looking back on it now, you're kind of wondering, well, where was that really going? Um, It just reinforces a point we'd already learned in episode two or episode one and, um, you know the DMA is dangerous, as we said last week. It's already destroyed a planet. We don't need to reinforce that with another episode. Um, where you know we're killing two red shirts, not just one. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but if that's episodic, I'm wondering, is that an influence of A, Strange New Worlds is coming out and people seem to be really liking it. And because the push for that to be episodic is so popular, now everything's going to go that way. Um, With Picard sort of taking up the reins of the overarching season. Um, Or is it just, you know, logistically, uh, COVID? Um, It's easier to do an episodic episode for this character gets their one standalone like data used to have yep. one and, and wolf and and geordie uh, and troy would then have their own episode you could just have one episode for one character mm. film them in isolation and keep mm. you know those sorts of things those concerns um uh more to the forefront you know you can contain your film crew and just film separately yeah i mean maybe but i think also i think you know they've done four seasons now where every season has been a, a universe ending disaster. <laughs> I think maybe they've, they've sort of think, well, you know, does it make sense to keep doing this? Maybe it's a, you know, I think maybe strange new worlds is influencing possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I picked up on actually is, is isn't the Picard link, but um, Tilly and the, um, do you think we are seeing the embryonic stages of a new season, a new series? Mm. Rather? I, I really hope so. I think there's there was enough in just the glances and those two characters, the Orion and the the Tellarite, who were at each other's throats. That was a nice carry through. I'd like that mm. now that episode meant yes. something, and that these two were actually the best of friends. Now they've they've gone through something behind the scenes to really show they can work together. Um, so that was really nice, and that was just a moment that perfectly encapsulated why I wanted to see more of other characters. Mm. Um, but yeah, seeing what she was saying. She's where she needs to be. Um, you know, she's from an old school era and she's going to now tell um, the future um, generations at Starfleet Academy uh, what's going on. Uh, yeah, I'd really like that. And, you know, there's so many other legacy characters, people that, you know, uh, from the original series that you could either pen write and stroke away as a, you know, this is the ancestor of this person in yeah. proper proper trek or Guinan, you know, someone like Guinan, you get bring her back. She's still on earth hundreds of years later. She saw through the burn. She saw through all of this and you could have those characters coming in and delivering things about legacy and talking about, you know, uh, your futures and stuff like that. It would be a great show to, to have old school stuff coming in, but then have the younger generation and what they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, I think we might be. I think it might be the the beginnings. Um, yeah, which I think would be cool actually. Yeah, mm. she would definitely be the best character to do it. I feel like you know it makes sense that she would be the one to break away from Discovery and then run and be a, like a headliner for her own show. Um, she's yeah. got she's got that scattergun fun part to her that I think would be be a good lead for such a uh, a younger audience yeah. show yeah um but but would still be older than prodigy yes so i feel like yeah prodigy's got the young and then you've got your teens and now you've got your adult shows as well and it's just sort of all in between talking of prodigy mm-hmm. there's a bit of news i don't know you must oh yes april nickelodeon in, in april yeah mm. i don't know how that works as far as getting it i don't know what 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 that does i don't know where you get nickelodeon but um you, well, you've got you've got Nickelodeon, you've got Nick Jr. and you've got Nick Jr. too, and uh, that's all on Sky here, uh, presumably on the Virgin packages and cable and all that kind of stuff as well. I don't know if there is like a Nickelodeon app like Pluto 
that no, would be I'm separate. hoping so because I haven't got Sky, so I'll figure out yeah. a way of that. Uh... I've got Now TV, so I'm ah. going to be on Now TV. I'm hoping, I'm fingers crossed, that's what what happened. Let's hope so. I mean, I'm sure now TV's got like uh, the CBS channels. You know, you've got like CBS, uh, CSI, and then CBS Action, CBS, all those sort of different genres. Aren't they on um, Freeview, the CBS Action? Ah, might be. Might be on Freeview. Okay. I think so. So if that's on Freeview, maybe CBS and Nickelodeon, if they're working together. Yeah. As long as it's not on Pluto. As long as it's not on Pluto. Oh my god! That's another piece of news, actually. We, mm. um, did you see that they've launched um, the Discovery Channel on mm-hmm. Pluto? Mm. Yeah, and not the uh, not the nature, not the, the animal one. Yeah, Sartre <laughs> <laughs> Discovery, not Discovery Channel. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, they're going to just repeat all of it, and it's just going to be playing endlessly. Um, yeah, but that's fine by me. It's <laughs> going to be really weird trying to watch that show and catch the right episode at the right time. Because uh, you can't record it, so um, no. it's going to be interesting. <laughs> when Discovery comes up in in Temporal Trek in a couple of years' time, I really hope that it is more on demand. Because... Yes, more e- yeah, easier to access. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll record episodes six weeks ahead of what we actually yeah. need, and then just when we catch them, that'll be it. Damn you, yeah. Pluto, making this podcast <laughs> even harder. Uh, yes, but I am looking forward to not having to wait till nine o'clock to watch a, a, an episode of star trek whatever it is yeah. regardless of being discovery yeah. or not Absolutely. Um, yeah too old school i'm now a creature of consumption i want it now yes. that's what it is i'm just greedy i'm sorry yeah um i don't think there's anything else is there well no i mean as i was gonna say talking of streaming services mm-hmm. on to um amazon yeah and their latest their latest season or series which of course is picard yeah what do we think episode three um episode three yes. right well i think it's it's keeping up that pace and i didn't think they would be able to sustain it i thought episode one and two that's where the budget really went that's they're gonna like cement these characters yeah. and then we're gonna spend six episodes of them getting to where they want to go no yeah this no. episode move the characters around put the pawns on the different parts of the board rios is over here raffi and seven over there um we've got that wonderful little picard and agnes scene where they're hacking into the board queen um we've obviously lost elnor in this episode or have we um you know it was an episode that could have been as i said on twitter shortly afterwards in any other season it would have been a oh let's just move the pawns around move the characters around we're not really it's just it's just the filler episode we're, we're not going to put in too much budget in this this one had so much going on there was so many good performances we got to meet this new uh doctor character and i'm blanking on her name um yeah but you know they're telling her kid that he can't watch rick and morty until he's done his homework yes. you know yeah brilliant just stuff where she yeah. was just she was able to hold her own with rios and also she's running this um illegal medical center um she's got um, you know, she's got the fight to stand up to the ICE and uh, and all the immigration stuff that came. And it's brilliant that Rios was then doing his typical kind of Starfleet training, pretending to be a doctor, and then got found out because he's got his fingers bandaged up. Um, Raffi and Seven, you know, using that guy. You're not you're not as fun as Keith though, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Just brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant. 
And yeah, like I say, the Picard and Agnes, that was like every A-level drama hot seat exercise where you had to be in the character and you had to pretend like you were talking like someone. And she was flipping between the the queen and herself, but her own emotions. And oh, just, just brilliant. For such an easy filler episode, they just knocked it out of the park. Brilliant. Yes, absolutely. I have to say, I I was going to, have my own little sort of chat but i don't need to because you've said it (laughs) but what i will say is i'm gonna say right now that i think these three episodes are without doubt the greatest start to a season of star trek as a free you've impressed me they're right up there i think Mm. probably ds9 that you know when was the last time you saw three episodes in a row of star trek that were consistently as good as these. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. I say, probably DS, later seasons of DS9, there'd be you know some really good runs in there, mm-hmm. and you know and probably maybe TNG, but you know really fantastic. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I am so impressed and so um, hopeful for the rest of the season because, as you say, I mean they could have it could have easily been a sort of not half half hearted exactly, but you know, a sort of, you know, but just yeah, that, that Rick and Morty reference, mm. spot on, you know, mm. perfect, you know, just that whole thing that the dynamic of the the episode, the 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 pacing of the episode, you know, what what happened, the, the you know, like you know, the little details, like the um, it's a little bit, what's the word? It's a little bit sort of trite maybe, but. That bit with with seven when you know are you a superhero? Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it was a little but you know but but really it, nice. it cements yeah. that it is the twenty twenties yeah. and it, you know that's what a kid's reference would be. They see someone yeah. beaming in, that's what yeah. it would be. You know, so yeah. just um, yeah, really, really good. And, yeah, um, organic fan service as well. The sanctuary district signs and the UHC cards. Yeah, just something so simple and something yes. that. Back in the 90s was, oh, this is the future. This is a dystopian yeah. future that we're going to be seeing. And, oh, that really blends in really well with today's modern America and society, didn't yeah. it? Ew, we didn't learn any lessons. Ugh, no, no, exactly. That, yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> and I think that just made it all the better. It just made it so much more believable. And the fact that, you know, Rafi was about to get mugged within yes. five minutes of being on the planet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Makes yeah. perfect sense. And um, it really feeds in really well with what we've seen in temporal trek that the the early 21st century really is just horrible um you know they're burning everything the the world the the orange tint of the world yes and then going to the green tint of the ball queen when we're in the ship and just beautiful lighting the way it was set up the the look of everything um and i think that that's props really to to leah thompson who was Mm. the director who of back to the future fame yes i saw that yeah i know how cool is that i never that's realized so cool so yeah. cool i mean i'd heard she was a director and i knew that she was coming in but i had no idea they were going to bring her in so early mm. i thought you know she's a movie actress maybe there's a yeah. big bombastic finale they'll bring her in mm. at the end but no they brought her in on what is a yeah. filler episode when you really break it down and she delivered it like an action piece she did and it was yeah. so good it flowed so well the conversations yeah. were really good um, I, I'm loving that the little hints of Seven and Raffi's relationship yes. and that they still don't want to sit and deal with it. 
Uh, and it's so believable that, you know, yeah. they are, they're taking little digs, you know, last week or the last episode, Rafi was like, Oh, and you're married. Clearly you got over yeah, your hangups yeah. <laughs> and they just left it. No, they, they, there yeah. wasn't like a pull to the side and little conversation. No, they've left it. And we can just, we're, we're waiting for that scene where it all comes to a head. Oh, just so good. So mm. good. Um, and yes, oh, I just don't know where it's going to go. I honestly can't no. think what's going on. I mean, have we, have we spoken about the watcher yet? Did we mention Not that? yet. Not yet. I think we so mentioned who, it last time. I but... think, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the watcher. That's coming along. Yeah, I think the more Who I'm is the watcher. The more I'm thinking about it, I think you're right. It it can't be Guinan because she is a listener. She's not a watcher. Um, I'm wondering if it is just going to be a whole new character. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. At, at this point, I mean, there's no real need to to link it into anything. It doesn't have to no. be Gary Seven or or all the yeah. other suggestions I keep seeing on yeah. Twitter. Um, having it as some random alien who might pop in and is affecting humanity mm. it's a pretty classic star trek play that you know they've yeah. gone back in time to stop someone from altering history yeah um there were although if they were going to do that in gary seven yeah. uh, the original pitch for the the show is that he was going to fight these evil aliens who were trying to change time okay. i'm sure i'm sure that was the thing and right. i can't for the life of me remember i keep on saying uh uh, Mr. Ron's, but it's not. That's Captain no. Scarlet. Yeah. <laughs> but I think they're an M. I think, but right. they they were going into Earth's history and they were going to change history. And Gary Seven was part of this other branch of organization out in space that want to stop them from doing it. Almost a temporal cold war, perhaps. Mm. Um, and I'm wondering, yeah. are they the big bad? Are they actually going to take a, a, a subject mm. that we've never seen on screen before? Was alluded to in the Gary Seven pilot, but. Maybe take some cool, Yeah, that would be properly cool. Then it's a new character, but still fan service. Yeah, absolutely. But that would be great fan service. You see, mm. deep because, deep cuts. Know, it's like it's like Strange New Worlds. You know, taking Pike, who was mm. almost the character, was all you know. We know about you know, but and and you know, running with that and it's the same. You know, that would be great because you know that assignment Earth is you know, I think. It's the sort of thing that we could you, they could do now, definitely. And again, mm. maybe they could do that. You know, they've got three seasons of Picard. Maybe, you know, maybe that's the, the sort of long-running result of that is that they're going to sort of make this come out of that. I mean, a lot of people are already talking about sort of Seven and, and Rafi and, you know, Rios going on beyond Picard. Mm. You know, so, yeah, I mean, I would love Gary Seven to be... Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm, yeah, yeah, I think if of all like the the possibilities, I think that has the most legs to go somewhere. It, it, even if it doesn't develop into a series, just to have a season that resolves what happened to Gary and what was yeah. going on in the 21st and 20th centuries. Mm. Just, yeah, brilliant. Please, not too much tra- uh, time travel hopping, though, please. Uh, Paramount, um, I'm trying to do a podcast here. Yeah? Um, <laughs> oh, yes. God. How- I mean, this how is are we going to do it? I don't how know. are we going to do it? Yeah. Well, so far that episode is 2024 yeah. before um, the Sanctuary Districts of Past Tense. So this yep. is in the summer before September, before that actually happens. Yep. So it will be before then. But yep. I don't know when this stops. So if this episode runs into next week and then that week's into that, do we do all, say, say it's three episodes where they're in 2024? 
I think we should just wait for it all to come out and then to do it all in one big lump because it all happens within days, presumably. That's true, but surely, um, I mean, in some ways, this is this is not probably maybe not the the discussion that many people want to listen to, but um, <laughs> in some ways, we should do we should do that episode next. Oh yeah, that's very true because could, it's you know it's in time. But then yeah. in previous episodes when I've done uh, the consequences and things like that, it's always been at the end of a set adventure. So even if that adventure has gone over two episodes, yeah. I don't do the consequences till the very end. So what we could do is start at whatever minutes they do the time travel and then go through to the credits on that episode, but not do a consequences and all that kind of stuff. Cause we don't know the consequences yeah. till the very end. And then we'll just stitch it all together. I'm happy to do that. If you are. <laughs> It's it's interesting because it, it mm. does really throw up, you know. Because although maybe you know in some ways maybe we should finish season two of Enterprise, yeah, and then do a new se- season which is in reinserting mm-hmm. Picard. Yeah, it's I don't know how it's going to be done. It's <laughs> it's baffled me. Well done, Paramount. You've completely thrown it out. <laughs> um, you, why did you think of me? Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't know. I suppose. Oh, yeah. It's just in my mind. I'm just thinking, like, how are we going to fit the episodes in? Where does it go? Um, I don't know. Well, maybe we'll go on a time travel mission. I don't really know what's going to happen. Um, we've got the device. I'm sure we'll be able to beam ourselves yeah. out. But um, but there you go. Well, the, the thought of doing a proper review on the episode is quite tantalising, mm, isn't it? Mm, doing something so new and so yeah. fresh. Um, yeah. And going scene by scene, yeah, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think where we've wa- we're going to watch this episode because we're re- we're recording Thursday. Um, it's already out in the states. It's going to be out tomorrow for us. Uh, so we're already have seen the the next episode. So we have a slightly more informed opinion when we go and watch mm. it again and and really pick it apart. Uh, and it's not on Pluto, so I can actually go back and watch that episode <laughs> again. Uh, God damn Pluto. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, so we've got Dawn on yes. one day. Maybe we could sneak in a little Picard season episode uh, as well. Uh, it's it's possible if you're up for it. I would I would really like to review this episode as a proper review. I must Let's say. Let's go for it. We'll we'll do the timey wimey. I'll get all the timestamps, and uh, we'll do that. And uh, having watched Dawn. And, you know, this has got nothing to do with anyone. I don't know if I'm going to leave this in the episode, but we'll, we'll see. Um, having watched Dawn, I'm really enjoying it. Like, I, I didn't think I was going to enjoy a trip episode, but you're absolutely right. It's a good, fun kind of shuttle crash episode. Yeah. And it might be the turning point. It might be the dawn of a new era <laughs> on uh, the Temple Trek where I actually start to like trip. This is yeah, well. We need to find a, a word, a portmanteau for liking trip. <laughs> oh God, we... I don't know. He's trilike, trilike, <laughs> trike. Yeah, there we trike. go. Trike. Yeah, <laughs> we'll find something out definitely. But yeah, I'm in love with trip. I, I, I haven't got <laughs> quite there yet, but you never know. We'll see how we go. Um, it's a it's a long road from uh, hate to love. So there we go. Yes, yeah. I'm gonna have to get you a t-shirt with Trip's face on it. Now. 
just I wear it to all the conventions and everything. <laughs> I've got to get a signature from him and, uh, and do an yeah. autograph with it on and absolutely. It's like, sorry, I really used to hate your character. Nothing against yeah. you. I just really didn't like him. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Um, I can't think of anything else to say on Picard yet because it is no. still up in the air. It's still a mystery yeah. box. We haven't really had any answers, but what we got was really good entertainment. The only thing I, and this is again, not about the episode so much, but isn't it interesting what happens when you get the right team together mm. as a production team? Mm. I mean, like, like the first season of Picard, I enjoyed, mm. but you know, there were big problems with that. I think there was, you know, I mean, again, we haven't seen the whole season, but you know, going from what we've seen, you get the right people. It's a bit like DS9. You get the right people. Trek is great. Mm. Mm. The, those first three episodes, if you took the first three episodes of season one of Picard, there were moments where you're like, okay, all right. I don't know really know where that's going. This one, I don't know where the story's going, but I feel like I'm at home in the show. I feel like Absolutely. it makes perfect sense in its own world. Yeah. Um, and it's it's so different it's so mm, it weird is. to feel this way about a brand new show that i have no idea where it's going but yeah. feel like i belong in it yeah yeah it's so weird um yeah there's 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 nothing there's not that niggling doubt at the back of the brain just telling you oh does that make sense like oh yeah i don't know if i yeah don't know where that's going and i don't really feel like i, I know what's happening but whereas this i feel like i know where these characters are coming from I've no idea what they're going to do, but I kind of feel like this family, this motley crew, makes sense. Yeah, uh, and they they just gel really well. I remember saying, I think it might have been on the Nexus Nights before Picard season one came out. That mm. I think that Picard could be looked back on mm. as as a sort of you know like, like DS Nine is looked back on, mm. and I don't think they hit that in the first season, but I think. Mm. Second season so far. Again, you know, it could all fall apart next week. Who knows? <laughs> but so far, I think this yeah. will be looked back as a great season of Star Trek. Full stop. Right up there. And it it will probably be it'll be up there for people's favourites. Maybe not quite as high because of season one. But if mm. season two carries on the way it is, it's going to be one of the best seasons of Star Trek. Yeah, easily. Yeah, and yeah, uh, there's really nothing else to say on that because that is it. That's it was. It's so good. <laughs> it really is. I, I genuinely cannot wait for this episode to come no, out. Tomorrow. Not, yeah, yeah, Absolutely. really excited for it. Um, okay, then. Um, I think that's it for Nexus Nights. I don't yep. think there's anything else to discuss. I think we're all good. Um, yeah. Right. Well, I can't wait for the episode. Come on, twenty four hours. Come on, we've got to get it. Um, right. Well. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody, and yeah, uh, thank we'll, you. We'll uh, we'll see you next time. We will indeed. Yes, next Nexus nights when we talk about the next Picard and hopefully yes. infuse as much as we did this time. <laughs> we'll know who the Watcher is. It's finally the Tribbles. Ah, oh, in human form. <laughs> that's what they are. Yes, the Tribbles. That's it. Yeah, or the dolphins, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> or the mice. It's like you saved the bloody whales. You've completely forgot about us. You. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Uh, right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this latest Nexus Nights episode. If you'd like to get in contact, you can search us on Facebook or find me on Twitter at Rider underscore Coattail. Or you can find me on Instagram at 
Daniel underscore Hitch underscore writer. The show itself is a work of pure fiction on my part and all the views and opinions I express are my own and are not reflective of the rights holders of Star Trek. The intro music, The Dust Clears, and the outro music, Changes, are by Jim Hall. Check out his work and others at freemusicarchive.com. The Temple Trek Nexus Nights is hosted on Anchor FM. If you enjoyed this content and would like to support the show, follow, subscribe, review, and of course, share on social media for me. And I'll catch you next time.